You're listening to the Direction for Life podcast. We pray this episode blesses you. We'd love to connect with you. Visit us at rdci.info or on Facebook at Right Direction Church International. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the RDCI. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. All right, let's go to Genesis, first chapter, starting at verse 27. And it reads, and God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Can you read the next? You know, people's, there's so much confusion going on. So can y'all read that next part with me? For all the people confused, any of y'all confused how God created us to be? Can you read it? Man, come on, read it with me. Male and female, he created them. Our pronoun is he, him, and we together, we them. I don't care what the world says, what the world does. For God's people, we go by God's standing. Amen? But but I know the world. I know that. I know what they do. I know what they say. And don't try to make me subject to what they say. I'm a preacher of the gospel. I'm not a preacher of culture. What I stand for and what we should be standing for, what God says. Well, I believe, you're entitled to believe that. I believe what God says. And God's coming back for a church that still believes what he says. Paul, no, no, you know Paul says about trying to get concerned about everything going on in the world? He said, who am I to judge them? He said, he said Let, that, that God got to deal with them. He said, I'm talking to y'all in the church. And he said, I know what they're doing, but let it not once be named among you. Amen. So there's them and there's us. Us is kingdom culture. In the kingdom, we go back to what God says. He created them, male and female created he them. Let's keep going. Verse 28, then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seeds. Y'all know there's herb and there's herb, right? They're not one of the same. Okay. I've, I've, I've gone into Starbucks and I tell them my name, and then they come out, Herb! I'm like, what school you go to? Herb! Then I walk up, my name is Herb. Okay. Every herb that yields seeds, which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, to you it shall be for food. Keep going. And also to every beast of the earth, every bird of the air and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life. I have given every green herb for food and it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made and indeed it was very good. Everybody say everything, everything. In, my life in my life is supposed to be very good. <laughs> indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were 
the sixth day. God bless your word, sanctified in our hearts and in our ears, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. So we're continuing part two of Good Things Faith, and I'm specifically recalling this, keep expecting good things. Hunt somebody around, tell them, keep expecting good things. In case you don't know, God has not run out of good things. Let me say it again. God has not run out of good things. You don't have to, you don't have to uh, desire, wish that you were born at another time. You don't have to desire that you were born in the beginning of the 19th century during the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. You don't have to desire that you were born during the dot com, when the dot-com started in the, in the 90s, okay? Some of, them, and they, some of them, they started and they stopped too. You don't have to desire that you were in Silicon Valley somewhere or that you're in New York or, or Atlanta or California in order for God to do good things for you. God has not run out of good things, and he wants to bless you right where you are. So I want you to keep expecting good things. And, and so we, one of the things we talked about last week is Murphy's Law. Mur Murphy doesn't expect good things. Murphy expects a thing, if anything bad thing can happen, it's probably going to happen. If things can go wrong, they probably will. If it's going to break, if it can break, it's probably going to break. I, I wonder if Murphy flies in a plane. Okay. Y'all, you know, we, we, some, sometimes you ask people, uh, those of us who fly often, uh, you ask people, how was your flight? The best answer is uneventful. That's the best answer. Uneventful. I mean, it wasn't delays. Okay, uh, it, 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 it wasn't no drama on the plane, okay? Karen didn't act up on the plane, okay? Nobody got punched in the face in the plane, okay? Uh, 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 there wasn't great turbulence. We, la we left when we should, we landed when we should. An uneventful flight, okay? But if you Murphy, man, anything, I, I told y'all one time, <laughs> I said, this is, this is the devil right here. I'm like, somebody's pranking me right now. There, there is a video somewhere, but, but it was years ago. Okay? Uh, I'm sitting by this man, and we're sitting there together. And some kind of, he said, I hope everything go good in this flight. I said, I'm sure it would. He said, I've been in three plane crashes. I said, now, this, this is a prank. This, this is the devil. There is no way somebody who's sitting by me told me he was in, in three plane crashes. I didn't ask no details. I didn't want to talk about it. Just shut up and go to sleep or something. <laughs> but you gotta, you, you have to expect things are gonna go well with me. You have to, God wants you to expect that. God made everything and it was very good. So God created things to be good for man. God created everything and then he created man. It was good and then it was very good when he made man. And so th that's how God created things to be for, for his people. But sin, as a result of Adam and Eve, eating of the forbidden fruit and violating God's law, sin came upon the earth, which brought the curse. The blessing causes things to go good. The curse causes things to go bad. And Jesus came to reverse the curse. Galatians 3 says, he says, Curse is anyone that, that, that dieth on the tree, who's hung on the tree. But Jesus came to reverse the curse of Abraham, that the, the to, to bring the blessing of Abraham to reverse the curse of Adam, that we can have the blessing of God on our life and things can be good for us. Come on, somebody say, God wants things to be good for me. 
Proverbs 28 and 10, the latter part, it says, the, but the upright shall have good things in possession. The upright shall have good things in possession. It is the will of God for his people to have good things and to possess good things. Not all the sinners, okay, and wicked people having good things. And so we have to reverse our thinking about that because some of us, depending on how you were raised and how you were taught, you were, you were taught that good things or extravagant things or all that type of thing is, is sometimes, some type of way is wrong. Something's wrong with that. When Solomon built the temple, the word that the King James says, he's, uh, rather David, as he gets ready to, to raise the offering for his son, Solomon, to build the temple, this is First Chronicles 29, he said, I need y'all to give. I need you to give abundantly and generously. He said, because the temple, that we're, house we're building, is not for man. He said, it's for God. And he said, because it's for God, he said, it must be exceedingly magnificent. That's what the King James says. He says, it must be exceedingly magnificent. That be, it's supposed to be splendid. That means it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be exotic. That means it's supposed to be, ha, I mean, have it going on. And it was such to the degree that everybody heard about it, that the, the kings and queens came from other nations, and they heard about how magnificent it was. And when Queen of Sheba came, she said, I heard by the hearing of the ear, but now my heart, but now my eyes have seen, and, and that that what God had, it was so great, it was beyond anything that they had seen before. That's how God wants to bless his people. So there are promises in God's word that we can have good things, but the scripture also tells us to keep good things in perspective. As much as God wants you to have good things, possess good things, and things to go well with you, and good things happening in your life, we have to keep it in perspective. And so three things I want to tell you that you need to do as God's blessing you with, with, with good things. Number one, remember who gave you the good things. Remember who gave you the good things. That is so important, y'all, because, you know, um, there's, there's, there's someone uh, who, was, who was, a, he was a leader in our church, and uh, I remember every time he came up for a promotion, every time he came up for an opportunity, and things they were believing God for. His wife has been a stay-at-home mom for most, all of their marriage, uh, but sometimes she would send me texts and emails, and they would come up to me and say, uh, she, would, she would say, uh, Pastor, uh, Bishop, uh, Pastor, we, we believe in God for promotion. I'm like, you at home. But she understood when he promoted, I'm promoted, okay? And she was in this thing with him. She was so seed for her husband's increase. She, and so, to, to this day, God has blessed them. I mean, they, 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 they walked me through by video and showed, showed me the house and all that. And, how, how, and, I, and I, remember, I remember when they were here in Columbia and he tried to build a house and lost the house. He couldn't even finish building the house, okay? That, uh, that was just, just as they were coming to the right direction or just before they got here. And they lost the house. And then I think he, he went through all kind of financial things. But he kept being faithful to God faithful to God, faithful to his church in, in serving, and faithful to me. And even though they're not hearing now, he, because, because God blessed him and gave him his dream, 
in corporate America and moved him someplace else, he's still connected to us. And he's still connected to me. And still regularly sold to this ministry and, and sold to, uh, to us. As a matter of fact, during the week of the encounter, I got, a, I got a text from him saying, Bishop, we just sold, I think, about $5,300. And he said, this is what, he said, I'm giving 2000 to the building fund. He said, I'm giving 1000 to SWATA. He said, I want to give 1000 for a scholarship in Africa. He's done that in the past. I contacted Bonnie's. I said, in addition to what we send, we regularly send you, we're going to be sending you another $1,000 this month. Uh, from, from, from someone connected to us who wanted to sow that. Here's what I'm saying. Even though he's not here anymore, he recognized how the good things came. You ever see people you've blessed and you've helped who act like they don't know you? I mean, I mean they, they really do get the big head. We do that with individuals but more so people do that with God. I mean, you can be so desperate, you want God, you pray, you fast, you know, you press in, and then God blesses you and you forget him. You start giving the credit to your education. You start giving the credit to your sorority and your fraternity. You give the credit to your networking ability. You give the credit to your gifts, your talent, your ability. You start talking about pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps. And without God, there'd, neither, there'd be neither boot nor strap, and you wouldn't have any strength to bend over and pick up anything. Look at your neighbor and say, don't forget who gives you the good things. And so we have to recognize that God is the source of all good things. First Chronicles 29, I mentioned that mentioned that before, after David received the offering and the people came and blessed and, with, and gave all this money, the equivalent today, the equivalent today of millions upon millions on that day, First Chronicles 29 and verse 14, and David looks up, he said, God, who am I? And who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you. And we give you only what you first gave us. I'm, I'm, man, I gave $100,000 to the kingdom of God last year. That means God been good to you. Amen. I, I do this. That's because God's been good to you. I live like this. That's because God's been good to you. I drive like this. That's because God's been good to you. That's why God reminds his people in Deuteronomy 8 as, as he's bringing them into the promised land. Deuteronomy 8, starting verse 10, he said, When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land, for the good land which what? Which he has given you. He said, when you get to that level of living in the good thing, living the good life, and living your blessed life, he said, then bless the Lord for blessing you to have this life. Oh, my God, my God. I never, because for some reason, yes, yes, I, I, I actually wish I, I sent it to, uh, to uh, I can't do it now because I didn't download it. Uh, it was in an email. But somebody, somebody who was at our conference who was from Jersey City, they, they said, look what somebody sent me. And they sent me a, a photo of Duncan Projects where I grew up. It's not even there anymore, Okay. And, and, and I know y'all get tired of hearing me talk about it. We ain't deprived it no more. Why are we talking? Because I can't forget, y'all. 
I, I, I'm, I'm, I know some of y'all try to deny where you came from. You cold switch. You know, you, you, you born here in the South, and you, you won't even say y'all no more. Now everybody's saying y'all. Everybody, you, you, you don't want nobody to know. You Southern like that. And you're talking about, you all, girl, stop it. You know you say y'all, okay? You start cold switching, and you don't want people to know where you're from, you know? You don't want, you know, and, and somebody asks you where you're from, and because nobody knows, you won't even mention the town, okay? But can I tell you, don't ever forget where God brought you from. The more you praise and the more he'll increase you. And so, my God, seriously, y'all, seriously, I walk around my house all the time and say, God, thank you. Lord, thank you for my home. God, you've been good to me. I, I, you know, we, I, had, I had to run out. We had to run out yesterday because the storm was coming, and I had to take all these umbrellas down around my pool. I had to run out to my boat and, and do this. I said, God, thank you for my pool. Lord, thank you for, the, thank you for these umbrellas. The only umbrella I used to have was a little, a little cheap one that, that couldn't even keep me. If, if the wind blew, the umbrella was broken. Now I got umbrellas all around my pool. I know that seemed like a little thing to y'all. And, and let, let me explain to y'all, for those of you who don't know me, like somebody came up to me a couple weeks ago, I think it was last Sunday, somebody came up to me and said, I would listen to you. And I was wondering, you know, was you boasting? Let me tell you, I ain't boasting. I'm testifying. If my testifying bothers you, you got a problem. I don't have a problem. I know without God, I am nothing. I, my education don't get the credit. My ingenuity don't get the credit. I ain't this smart. Y'all, you need to understand me here. I ain't this smart to do all this. I could not have done what I've done in my life without God and the hand of God on my life. And so in the words of Pastor Mary, to God be the glory. <laughs> you need to live your life. To God be the glory. And even if you're not where you want to be, you need to look back where you were. Come on now. It was an old saying that used to say, I may not be where I want to be, but I thank God I ain't where I used to be. Come on now. I think I made a tweet a couple weeks ago. Do we still call it a tweet? We call it X now. What do we call it? What are we supposed to call it? We, yeah, I don't know. Nobody Did anybody tell us that was coming? I said, woke up one day's ex. Is this Malcolm? <laughs> Malcolm, is that you? <laughs> All of a sudden, we went from Twitter to the ex. I'm like, who, did anybody ask me? No, I didn't vote on this. Anybody ask me if I want to be a member of X? Okay. But, but I, I said, you, gotta, you have to be able to define your own success. Don't let other people define your success. You need to define your success based upon where you were con con contrasted to where you are and celebrate your mobility. You didn't catch it. You need to recognize, God, I have moved on. I don't care if it was an inch. I, I used to be an inch backwards. Now I'm an inch forward. Glory to God. I used to be six feet backwards. Now I'm six feet forward. God's been good to me, and my life is headed in the right direction. And my trajectory, my trajectory is good. And my outlook is good. And things are going to get better all the time. See, I, I wish I could get y'all to understand this. If y'all understood this and believed this, you wouldn't go on so much debt 
to get places so fast. I remember, I remember when, I mean, somebody who was tending our church in the early days of our church, he laughed at me because I had just bought this, uh, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was around the, we in the, we in the uh, 96, 97, and I think I bought an a 87 Saab, but I paid cash for it. It's the first car I had paid cash for. It was, it was $3,000, but I had never had three, come on now, $3,000, and, and watch this, and I figured that car was going to last me about a year, but I knew over that year, God still increasing me. Come on now. And I celebrated in my debt-free do-me-tiller because I knew a tiller was coming. Y'all are hearing me here. I rejoice. I'm here right now. Oh, but you keep on laughing. I wish that brother had come around here now. Laugh at me now. Laugh now. Can I tell you? He who laughs, 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 laughs best. Come on, somebody laugh at the devil right now. Ha, 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 ha. Because I know God's hand is on my life. When you know God's hand is on your life, you know where I am is not where I'm going to be. When you know God's hand in your life, you know things are getting better all the time. When God's hand is on your life, you really believe that though my beginning was small, my latter end should greatly increase. Are y'all listening to me? So God said, don't forget the good land that he's given you, Deuteronomy 8, 18, he says, you remember the Lord, for it is he who gives you power to get well. I don't care how much money you have, he gives you power to get well. And the reason why he does it, never forget this part, that he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers. In other words, God blesses you so he can show to the world that he's a promise-keeping God. Hmm. God blesses you so he can let the world know, I take good care of my children. That he can establish his covenant. Second thing, before I go to, uh, James 1, 17, reminds us of the New Testament. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. Okay, uh, Mr. Jamal, he, he gave me a new one today. I heard him praying in corporate prayer. He said, God, thank you, he ain't a shady God. Come on, somebody thank God he ain't a shady God. I said, I said, honey, you hear that? We got a new one now. I said, oh, God ain't a shady God. Some of y'all are shady. We don't really know what you mean. We don't know what your intent is. You can be shady like, 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 like Minister Sean and Pastor Marcin. Say, a little bit shady when you're saying stuff. God's not shady, and God's not petty. I, I was talking to my daughter one time, really. She gave me something, and so, that, which is why I don't argue with people. Listen, I, seriously, y'all, I don't debate with people about their doctrine, okay? Most of this stuff that people are debating about, in the words of my late spiritual mother, Mother Betty, he said, it, don't mean, a, it ain't, don't mean a dime with a hole in it in Chinese money. She used to say that. It ain't worth a dime with a hole in it in Chinese money. Okay. And most of the stuff people debating about, but I was telling, my daughter was asking me something. She said, why? What's the, oh, I, I remember. One time, this when she first got to New York, she, she, had, she had dated somebody, I don't mean any harm, but he came out, well, I ain't going to mention the denomination, but came out of a very traditional denomination. 
And you know, she wasn't raised with all that stuff. And he had a problem with earrings and, and he telling her stuff. And so she wasn't raised with all She said, well, what's the problem? And so I've been explaining to her and I showed her scriptures that they try to use. And she said, oh, dad, please. See, I just don't think God is that petty. Man, that thing blessed me. Some of this stuff people are arguing about and debating about, I don't think God is that petty. Now, you can get caught up in people's pettiness if you want, or you can move on and to the deeper things. So you let them argue and debate about all kinds of stuff that really God is not even thinking about. Just recognize everything. There's no variableness with God. There's no inconsistency with God. He's a faithful God. There's no shadow of turning. Secondly, don't put your things before God. Now, those aren't the same things. You can remember God gave it to you, but now we start putting things before God. You ask God for the car. You recognize he gave God, God gave you the car. But now you can't come to church because Sunday is the only day you can wash your car. God gave me the car, but, you know, he want me to keep it clean. And, you know, Sunday is the only day I got to wash my car. You'd be surprised the stuff that people use why they aren't faithful to God, why they aren't faithful to church. So don't start putting things before God. Now, listen, I'm very serious here. You believe God for children, but now you can't come to church because you have children? No, I got to stay there for a moment. You believe God for the child. God gives you the child, but now you can't come to church because you have a child. We start off, we, we, we took our children everywhere. We took our children everywhere. And we, we can call. Y'all having children's church tonight? Children's church was sit here and shut up. That's children's church. No iPad. You hope they had a lifesaver. Y'all don't even know what a lifesaver is. Can I have another one? <laughs> you 12 years old, and that lifesaver would like a pacifier in your mouth. Kept you satisfied while you was in church. Now y'all can't serve, you can't come anywhere. I mean, my, my children tell you, we went, we went to staff, our staff meeting because we, we was in a church that didn't have full-time staff, so the staff all had jobs, and our staff meetings were at night. And we took our children to Monday night staff meeting with blankets. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not telling y'all y'all have to do that. But what I'm telling you is we, because of the call of God in our life, and because we were serving ministry, we didn't make excuses. We did what we had to do. And, I mean, y'all get children now and act like y'all can't do anything, can't go anywhere. Make it work. Make it work. You ask God for these children. And then you can't have children. Ask God for children. Get children just complain about your children. Those are your children. The Bible says, that, and some, that's why some things is in the Word, we got to confess it, right? The Bible says, children are a blessing from the Lord. When you're mad, look at them and say, you are a blessing from the Lord. <laughs> Get a report card. You are a blessing from the Lord. You got to remember that. You got you, 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 you to remember that. Because, you know, this so cute. Oh, this is so cute. You go to change the diaper. <laughs> oh, some of y'all don't know what a. <laughs> they call it a blowout. 
We can't talk in church. What bled? What just blew out? And now it blew all over you. And you got to say, children are a blessing from the Lord. So you can't ask God for things and now put the things before God. Luke 12, 15, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that my life is still Jesus. It's in him we live, we move, we have our being. It's not about the abundance of my things. Back to 2 Chronicles uh, 26 and verse 5, Pastor Master preached on Friday, Thursday night about Uzziah, King Uzziah. Look, look what it says. He sought God in the days of Zechariah. One of the translations referred during the times of his pastor. Zechariah was his pastor. He said he sought God during the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God and as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. As long as he put God first, God made him prosper. Some of you got to recognize you are prospering because you're putting God first. You are prospering because you're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now the devil can, can get you to the, can, can try to convince you, you're at the point now, you don't need to do that anymore. Can, but let me tell you, what it took to get you here is going to take to keep you here and take you further. If you love our podcast and the impartation you gain from it, we encourage you to become an iChurch member. As an iChurch member, you'll get access to exclusive digital content as well as an online community and various small group sessions. To find out more, visit rdci.info forward slash iChurch. Connect with us for digital impartation weekly. Join Bishop Herbert and Dr. Marsha Bailey on Clubhouse for marriage, faith, and family inside Kingdom Business Network on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rdcitv. We stream live services on Sundays at 7.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as Wednesday at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies, join us for Manifest on Fridays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time.